Welcome to the T5 Life Show. This is your host, Coleco Lubawanan, also known as TE5 Pharaoh. I am the owner and CEO of TE5 Gaming and TE5 Real Estate Group. Our mission here is to give you the know-hows in the gaming and the esports space, as well as the real estate and business space, and share my life along the way. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. What's up, podcast? So on today's talk, I want to share what I believe is the biggest issue in the small startup esports competitive team of niche right now within the esports industry that I think is killing. And really, it's not just you know killing. It's the reason why most teams. Um, you know, don't end up surviving very long, but I think it's just, it's really, it's, it's hurting so many people's experiences when, when they're a part of these situations because of what I'm about to say, this is the biggest issue in the small startup esports competitive team space right now. And that issue is, is specifically players starting organizations, trying to start their own teams, create their own teams out of pure ego out of just wanting to look good in front of their other competitive players so they can say that they own a team. When in reality, most of these guys have no idea how to run a team appropriately, how to do it effectively, and what it really takes to sustain a team long-term. Most of these guys that are running these orgs today, guys, are not legit like business folks or um, you know people that really – are capable of running orgs. Let's just be real about this. Most of the people doing these are just players. They are players that want to look good. They want to have an org, you know, so they can, you know, say, hey, I own this org, you know, and we're doing this and that. And it's it's all about just looking good for other people. And it's, it's often a lot of times it's they, they just want to look good. They want to, they want to, you know, show that they got the bigger stick, so to say. I'm not going to say the other inappropriate word, but they want to say, <laughs> I got the biggest stick, you know, and that's the whole competitive no, competitive community anyways, guys. I mean, you can get pretty toxic in there. I understand that. But, like, you guys that are starting these orgs and, like, you really don't know what you're and, – and most of you don't even have the intention of, like, of help of growing this org appropriately or maintaining it. You just you just want it to, to, to for a status symbol, as a status symbol. That's it. You think it's a it's a better status? Everything to you to to these guys that are doing this, you know, starting these a lot of these organizations and stuff. It's all about status for them, and that's such the wrong approach to take when starting an org. Because in reality, it's like way 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 harder than a lot of people think to grow a successful team and a, a lasting brand. Trust me, it takes a shit ton of work. And a lot of fires to put out. A lot of you know, I'm, I, you could call me a firefighter, man, because I'm I've had to put out more fires in our team than you can imagine on this organization. And there's a lot of hard things that come with being an owner of a team that so many of you guys aren't just you're not getting it, nor do you really care because all you're trying to do is look cool in front of your, in front of your other play, of your peers, often people that you hate. <laughs> that are always hating on you. Now, some of you obviously have more potential than others when it comes to owning an organization. That's cool. I respect that. But let's be real. 
you're doing this. You're, you, most of you are doing this because you just want to look cool. That's it. That's the only reason. And you know what's going to happen? Within 6 to 12 months, it's not even going to exist anymore. You literally will see you on Twitter. Hey, I just started my team. Team team Aqua or whatever. No, no, I'm just making up a name. We're going to be the best Battlefield team. We're going to be the best Call of Duty team. We're here. And you guys will see us. That's all ego, man. It's just that's just pure ego coming out. And then guess what? You know, six, 12 months later, hey, I'm looking for a team. I'm a free agent. Pick me up. Like, come on, bro. Like, the, I mean, I, I feel disrespected that I even that you you even like had a team to begin with. Like, I, I'm that I'm like I'm even in that same category with you. I just feel so disrespectful to me. But, but guys, that's the root of the issue is that so many org owners are simply owning orgs just to look cool for other people that they often hate, as I said, when in reality, they didn't have any true intentions of wanting to take care of an org, prosper an org to help it grow. They just want to use it as a status symbol to kind of wave it around, you know. And then on top of all that, now, now that's for most of you that never met, never make anything. Because let's just be real, like most of you, like guys starting teams, I look at you and I'm like, yeah, you won't even be around in 12 months. So like, like look, let's just move up to the next level. So you guys, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Okay, if you make it past then, I'll be like, okay, you know, maybe maybe he's got a little bit of you know time to you know actually succeed here with something. But let's get up to a little higher level. Than that. Now, there's some of you guys that, you know, you clearly understand how to run an org um, or you, you have somewhat of an understanding and, and you've had some success. You've grown it a lot. You've got a, a decent following. And those of you that are at that next tier, your problem is you're trying to rush to put your teams into LAN events. Okay. You're trying to rush to put your teams in the lands because guys like all right, for everybody that's not in the gaming world, if you're listening to this land events are like the really for competitive gaming, that's like the, the status. Like when you're going to lands and you're winning or whatever, or you're playing in land events, like it's, it's a huge status thing. Like, like even though it's a different issue with, a, you know, a very startup beginning tier versus a, you know, a low level mid tier org it's all still driven by status and that's the that's the overarching issue here it's it's the it's these owners that are not treating this like a business they're treating it as a badge they treat these orgs like a badge they don't treat it like a true like their child like a business like a that's how you treat a business it's like a child you grow it, you take care of it, you prosper it. Instead, they put it, they they just like to wear it as a badge so they can show it off. That's that's the overarching issue with these orgs. Because the this now let me get back to the problem with the, the mid-tier, low to mid-tier orgs, is they are literally po- coming out of pocket with their own money, depleting their savings or whatever, or they're asking mom and dad, you know, hell, you got probably some got some of these 19-year-olds. They got surgeon doctors and, you know, a, a lawyer mama or something where they can try to bankroll their teams to land events. When in reality, and then their teams don't even do shit anyways. They end up losing, don't even place. And, 
you know, you didn't even win money anyways, but, but they don't care because that, you know, they, they, they can literally say, Hey, our team's at a land event. We're at, we're at uh, Columbus, Ohio or Dallas, Texas or LA or Atlanta, Georgia, you know, we're at a land event. And now that's what they're talking about with their friends, their peers, the other competitive gamers that hate on them and stuff. Well, Hey man, my team's at land event. You know, what's your team doing? Like, like literally, and then you know the problem with that is, is that you know literally these these low to mid level orgs, and you can see it when they're rushing. When you're when I see an org that's just getting started, or, or literally maybe they've done a little bit, and they're like automatically trying to put people in the land. Like I mean, look, listen, if you can get sponsors and other people to pay for it all, more power to you. But let's be real. Um, most of you aren't getting that, even though you say you are, so you're full of shit there. And even if you get it for one event, chances are you're not going to be getting it for all the events unless like you start pulling in some serious money, some serious revenue. Investors don't invest just to look cool to make you help help you. They want to make money. Okay. So if you're not bringing in serious revenue, you're not going to be getting more money. Okay. Let's just be very real about that. And literally what I, and I've seen this from so many people and I've talked and I know some of these owners that have done this. Literally they've been, they were in existence, you know, and they're still somewhat in existence, but literally like for, you know, maybe they started up and within the first 12 to 24 months that, you know, they're promoting so heavily on Twitter that hey, our team's in this land, we're at the land, you know, for gears or call of duty or Halo, or whatever, like, we got our land, like, they're literally promoting nothing but their land team, like, that. that's it, and then, like, literally 12 to 24 months later, everything just stops, they quit, like, not promoting nothing, everything just comes to a screeching halt, because guess what, they found out that is unaffordable to try to sustain this land push, so that way you can look cool in front of everybody else because, you, you know, you've ran out of money. And that's happening to so many org, these small level, the mid-level org owners is they're running out of money because they're trying to, they're trying to look good at land. And listen, it, there's nothing wrong with wanting to take your team to a land event, but this is the, this is the, the correction to the problem here for you guys that are at that level you know, at that mid, and even if you're a startup, you know, whatever, is you guys <clears throat> need to be able to actually afford to do these small level lands. If you don't have the money to do it, then don't do it. This is, this is, you know, this is goes back into business principles 101. Like most of you don't succeed at this. Cause like I said, you're not business folks. Cause when you, when you start sending teams to land, like, like, aside from just having an online team, an online team, there doesn't have to be any money involved. It's all just clan club-based stuff. That's really all it is. Okay, Now, of course, you can make it to where there's more money involved in online. I mean, you know, TE5 right now, we're fun, you know, it funds teams to go into online leagues that we're hopeful will win some. But guess what? It's a 20-buck entry fee. I'm not paying for nobody to go – you know, to pay for their air travel or, you know, their, their, their hotel room, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars. And you guys are literally asking everybody and their mother 
to give you money so you can send these teams to LAN events just to look cool. Guess what, guys? You don't need to send people to LAN to build your brand, okay? That rhymes so well. That should go in my rap song when I release it one day. (laughs) You don't need LANs to build your brands. That's true, guys, because you know what? TE5, our initiative, my initiative is to be as lean as possible And yeah, sure, when I can secure the bag one day and I get that big money investment, yeah, we're going to go to land. But see, when that happens, I'll actually be able to afford it, like legit afford it, not, you know, overextend myself personally or then, you know, overextend everybody around me. And then constantly, you know, you're not making actual money. You're just doing it so you can look good. You're just doing it so you can make a Twitter post about it. Like, that's y'all's issue right now. Y'all got to stop that. And for those of you players out there, I I really implore you to understand if you're going to join a team and take it seriously, which I know so many of you are, and so many of you are being done wrong like this and you're getting terrible experiences with orgs because this is what's happening. You're being ran by other players that just want to look good for other people. That's all they care. They just want to look good. They, they want to wear their org as a badge. That's all they want to do. They don't want to, they don't want to take care of it. They don't actually want to grow it and prosper it the way it needs the nurturing. They just want to wear that shit. And I'm not saying some of these orgs don't grow. Cause you, I mean, look, some people on Twitter, you know, hell yeah, you get 20,000 something followers or whatever. Even though when you make a post, you only get three people to like it. God, if I had only 20,000, if I had 20,000 followers and I only got three people to like my post, I'd be a little bit embarrassed about that. So, no, I see a lot of your, you guys' accounts that are like that. And that just tells me, I mean, all you did was run some ads and you did some retweet like for like bullshit. And that's about it. Because, I mean, what good does that do you? Just because, yeah, you can say you got 20,000 followers and nobody gives a damn about your, you know, about your content. You know, hell, I mean, I get three to four. I'd say, I, you know, T5, and we only got like 500, like literally right around 500 followers. And we average about, I don't know, four to five likes. And I don't know how many impressions. I hadn't ran all the stats. But, you know, we're, we're outperforming the engagement better than some of you guys that got thousands, tens of thousands of followers. That's a shame. It's an absolute shame. But nonetheless... What I'm trying to get to at, guys, is you need to know, like, if you're meant to run an org and build one and start one, and if it's truly something that you love and you're passionate about and you're prepared to deal with all the bullshit that comes with it, because those of you that are real and and you're like me, you know what you've talked about, you know how much bullshit you got to deal with, man. Like, running an org is hard and, and sustaining it is hard. It is, it is not, it's not sexy. There's a lot of stuff I have to do that I would prefer not to do, but I do it because those are the things that are necessary to take. Some of those things are necessary to take care of T5, you know, you know, and for you players out there, like I said, I just, I really implore you guys you know, because I know so many of you are having terrible org experiences and you're going from org to org to org to org because it's all run by a bunch of damn – most of them are run by players that are, like I said, they, they, they don't care about prospering it. 
They just want to have it as an ego badge, you know, for a short period of time so they can look cool for whoever it is that's hating on them. That's literally, that's what they're doing, you know? So you guys as players, you need to really get to know who owns your org that you're a part of. Obviously, if you're a part of T5, you got this podcast here. You can know just about everything about me. And if, you know, you wanted, if you feel like I'm legit, I'm somebody that, you know, knows what I'm doing, cool. If not, then that's cool as well. It's your opinion. But, you know, I just implore you guys to, if you're going to join another org, some other org, whatever, really know who the hell's leading that. And then figure out, is this just like, so they can look good or like, do they actually genuinely care? Do they actually have a vision? Do they actually have a plan? Guys, I can tell you one of the biggest indicators that can help you as a player joining an org is list to asking the owners, what is the mission? What is the vision behind this team, this brand? And usually that alone is going to give away rather they're just doing this as an ego badge or if they truly, truly, truly intently, deeply have a, like, they have a plan. Like, they know how they're going to execute this. Like, I really implore you guys to, to ask these owners or these potential team leaders, whatever, however you want to call them, um, if, if, you know, what their plan is. Because, look, if they're just going to tell you, oh, well, man, well, you know, we're going to put a COD team together and we're going to go to land and win, you know. I mean, if their plan's that simple or that vague, you know, just that generalized, you know, we're, you know, we're going to be the best battlefield team in the world. Okay. Like that, that's not a real plan, guys. That's not a real plan of execution because you know what? Any org that's going to grow and, and survive has to be treated like a business, not as a club. And most of you guys are a part of orgs that are treated like clubs and ran by folks that don't know how to run a business and folks that are simply doing this, simply having a team just to wear it as a badge so they can look good for other people. And that's it. That's like, that's the real truth guys. So um, I hope that this helps some of you guys, players and owners apart. Uh, some of you owners need a reality check. I hope that this helps you get that. Um, some of you that are thinking about starting a team, you really need to you really need to think about what I'm saying because if you're just starting a team to wear it as a badge, uh, you're starting. I mean, you're just that's that's the wrong intentions of starting a team, and I think you're doing yourself, and you're also going to do other players a disservice. You know, if, if all you want to do is look good and just you know you know be revered and respected, then just go join another team, and then you know whatever it is that the people that are hating on you, if it's Call of Duty join a good org that has a good owner and then go compete and beat their asses. Now you got all the bragging rights in the world. That's all you got to do. You don't have to go start your own team and then, you know, create bad experiences for other players because, you know, after you're, you know, you lost your motivation to where it is your ego badge you just let it go to hell. That's what so many of you do. You just, you know, once you've lost the desire to wear your ego badge team, you just say, oh, fuck it. It's, it's done. Let it go. And then the players are like, well, what happened, man? You know, I get so many players that come to the T5 and I ask them, what, you know, what, what happened to the other team you were part of? And they're all oh, the owners just, they stopped caring. You know, they weren't available and they just didn't show up. Well, that tells you right there. 
they were using it as an ego badge and they eventually lost the motivation to use it anymore. And boom, they just let it go. So, you know, hopefully this helps a lot of you guys, like I said, players, potential war owners and existing war owners to get a reality check and to make sure that you're putting yourself in a good situation. So that's going to do it for me, guys. I'll catch you guys on the next one. See you. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Don't forget to share this with a friend. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure to rate and review the podcast. And if you haven't subscribed, I'd really appreciate it if you do so. I'll catch you on the next one.